roundtable after dark. And why did I hit record so quickly? Because I was hoping to catch them in the act because these ladies are coming up for the October retreat here to Gorham, New Hampshire, and we are going to have a flipping blast. Some shenanigans are already being talked about. We are having an October Halloween party, well, early Halloween party on the 28th as well with the Mad Hatter theme, but it's the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. So this is something that my friend Sarah and I were talking about is we're going to set up a bunch of tables and we're going to thrift a bunch of teapots and odd colored cups and dishes and plates and everything. So you can have your s'more smorgasbord on the tea party, like at the same time. Yes. But very merry birthday to me. To me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're going to have signs made up. We'll do it up and we will have a great time. But one of my one of my biggest drives for this is now you get to integrate what you've learned from that day. Nice. Okay. I got to point this out like sidebar. My daughter fucking love this child. She just texted me what she's doing. Cause we have open communication. She goes, I'm going to get baby girl and gas. This is her boyfriend. She calls him baby girl and definitely has <laughs> princess in her phone. My child is alpha energy. All day. <laughs> Queen. I wonder where she gets it from. <laughs> that apple stopped at the base of the tree. Just, it really did. 16 years old and she pulls this shit. She's going to rule the fucking world. She really is. <clears throat> I'm just reading this like, you got to be shitting me with this kid. <sighs> All right, babies. Oh, so other than. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking great time. It's going to be like under the eclipse. Like the eclipse will be happening as we're mad hattering. Yes. And it's a great opportunity, like I was saying, to integrate everything that you learned from spirituality that day. And to, you know what? Put off some steam. Let's have some fun. Let's play around. Let's get too drunk. My kids have already offered to be designated drivers for everybody back and forth and shuttle everybody back and forth, whoever wants to go when and where. So you won't even need to drive. That's genius. I, they offered my oldest son came out of nowhere. and was like, mom, I'll be the designated driver. And I was like, all right, buddy. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> all 17 years of you. <laughs> How far away is it from where we're staying? Your house? Less than eight minutes. It's like seven or eight minutes respectfully. If you're going the speed limit through here, which you should, because you know what I'm saying. So Morgan is also a designated driver. Cool, Morgan. Congratulations. She needs a pat. Just kidding. I'm being very mean. We're really giving gold stars here. Not today. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're after dark now. I don't have to pretend to be nice. I'm just kidding. I'm well, I guess that how depends on how you look at it. Some people are like, you're a fucking bitch. And I'm like, I know. I wonder so how it got that way. Have you seen the discourse that's been happening? Um, and I think for me, it was um, the last couple episodes of season three of Ted Lasso when they were talking about the difference between nice and kind. Mm. And they referred to Roy Kent as um, he may not be nice, but he's always kind. And then you had um, Rupert, which was always nice, but never kind. 
And I think that we forget that there's a difference and that there's beauty and kindness, but kindness doesn't always mean gentleness and niceness. And, and the goddess, uh, the goddesses are over here going, yeah, keep, keep going, keep going. So like we can be kind, but I don't have to sugarcoat it and I don't have to coddle you. And I, to me, I'm, I'm talking about to myself as well. Um, that th those two are not the same energies. They're not the same frequencies. And if you're going to pick one, be kind over mm -hmm. being nice. Mm -hmm. They're not synonymous. They are not interchangeable. No. To be nice often means that you're going to bend over backwards without lube and let people do whatever the fuck they want to with you. Being nice is a fucking doormat energy. It always has been. This is why and they want kids and girls to be nice. It's shallow as a shower too. Mm. Because I can be nice and it drips in disdain, but it's still nice, but it's not kind. That's kind of the same thing with like spirituality too. Like it's kind of assumed like I can be a piece of shit to you and you're spiritual. So you're just going to sit there and take it. Actually know the fuck I am not. Um, I can, you can also say with someone who does have spiritual qualities, assuming they're kind or they're nice, actually, um, they're not nice. They're just kind. Maybe like they're not going to be the same, like doormats as they'll well. Demonstrate, just because they're spiritually inclined. Yeah. They'll demonstrate compassion and empathy, but there's a certain point where like you've done fucked around and now you're going to find out. Mm hmm. Like that's kind of like, like, well, aren't you spiritual? Like, yeah, that doesn't mean I'm not going to fucking throat punch you. <laughs> piece of shit. I mean, you bought and paid for this ticket. This is the this is the consequence of your actions. I don't know why you're looking at me like that for. Absolutely. Right? Like, it's... <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing. Like We're the, spiritual the, humans. We are spiritual, but we're also physical. We will be physical when we want. And there's, there, it's, it's boundaries. It's boundaries. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. every person is entitled to a boundary or boundaries. It does not mean that you get to walk all over, like, because somebody is spiritual, that doesn't entitle you to, like, just blow past all of those. Be like, they're not going to do anything. They're spiritual. Right. That's where, that's where you're wrong. Yeah, like I, the definition of spiritual is not what you think it is, friend. I used to get that all the time from my ex. Shouldn't you be all love and light? I'm like, shouldn't you be all in your fucking lane? <laughs> well, the so the basis of you know true being in tune with spirit and everything spiritualism is really just being super in tune and respectful and everything of yourself. Hmm. So if you're being a doormat and being nice for other people, but being unkind to yourself, then that's not, that doesn't line up. No, yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't at all. The thing that spirituality has taught me the most is to value my fucking self, to have me stand on my own two feet, to have me own my sexuality own my body, that it's okay for me to be a sexual being. It's okay for me to be hot. 
it's okay for me to love myself as I am, know my power, take no shit, and stop being a fucking doormat. That is the number one thing I've learned. I just got applause. <laughs> that was so funny. Like a, ah! It has taught me so much about what I can do here. And of course, like this furthering journey into magic and how things work. And now working with goddesses and deities and Nick's coming up. Those, these are mind-blowing things that just keep raising me up and up and up and up. And here's the thing. Just just a couple months ago, I was crying to Sharon on the phone about how I didn't want to be on the pedestal. All these people put me on a pedestal and I don't want to be there. I never asked to be there. I never tried to be there, any of it. And then she was like, honey, you're not on a pedestal looking down at people. You always lean down to help people up. She was like, how are people going to raise themselves up? <laughs> Sharon's the only one allowed to talk to me like this. We all know this, right? Like, I just want to clarify. Sharon wrote in the chat, build a bridge and get the fuck over it. Yep. That's pretty much what she told me. She's, if anyone else talked to me the way Sharon would, they would not be in my life. Like, <laughs> that's just it. I'd be like, no, we're not doing this. But she loves me enough to be like, hey, reality check. Here's your Capricorn step in, which if you don't have a Capricorn in your life, you need one because they're fucking amazing. Um, really wonderful, fantastic people who will keep you on the line, especially when you're an airhead like me. But one of the things that spirituality has really helped me with is getting comfortable on that pedestal because damn fucking right. I have earned this without trying to earn it. I have earned my place here. I have worked my ass off for eons with humanity. This whole life I have dedicated to other people, to helping you, to asking them to step into their spirituality and giving them a path to do it. Yeah, I, I have earned this pedestal and you have earned yours 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 too. It's not just me. It's all of us just rising and rising and rising. And why the fuck not? What is the goddamn value in staying small? And I had, so here's where my epiphany comes in. And I don't mean to hog, I promise. I'll shut up soon. This lady came to my office today with her Bible and a microphone and a speaker in a bag. Speaker in a canvas bag. I shit you not. She stood on the corner next to my office and I heard her talking and I was like, the shit is going on. And it's in the middle of a session. This person has paid, what is it, like 260, 265 for a two hour gift focus session. She has sat there to work heavy on her gifts with me. I'm already getting close to the end. I have a headache. It's like the last 45 minutes, half hour of the session. And we're doing some deep spiritual work on her gifts. She's a reader anyhow. So I went, you know, I challenge people. So I take a picture of this lady and I send it to the landlord who tells me that his hands are pretty tied because he's not even in the area. And the only thing he could do is talk and use persuasion because it's her freedoms and all that. And it's true. She's on a public sidewalk, but the problem is this is an apartment building with my business in the front and three other businesses across the street and a restaurant next door to me. We're all businesses here. The apartments are above the businesses, which is fine. 
I wanted to let it go. Scared, Andrea wanted to let it go. Really, really did. But I walked out after the session was over and I had a conversation with her. Calm, rational. I told her, I don't think it's fair that these people have, some some people wait months for their appointments with me, some just weeks. This woman's been waiting for her appointment with me and you are completely and utterly interrupting it and that's not fair. That's not very kind. She did not like that at all. And then I, I said, you know, you're out here reading your Bible with a whole bunch of businesses. And she said, and I said, it's not fair that they're hearing that. That's not what they're here for. And she freaking had the audacity to say to me, maybe the people, maybe that was God's will that they heard from my Bible. I know. I was like, "Mm -hmm." and I said, or you just caused people who are already coming off religious trauma, a whole lot more trauma. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I'm not religious. I said, but you're reading from the Bible and the Bible is featured in a lot of religions that a lot of people have had a hard time with, including my clients. And most people come to me because they're coming out of that and they're really trying to step into their spirituality and they're trying so hard to just orient to themselves and it wasn't fair and she was like well next time I won't bring my microphone I was like that's fantastic thank you so much because I really don't give a shit if she's just standing out there talking and reading it but it was the fucking microphone and the speaker and she was the speaker was pointed at my office and she said I didn't know you were there I said my door was open Oh, I didn't see. I said, you didn't see from that vantage point that my door was wide open and then you didn't hear me shut it after you started? I was like, I don't think that's true. But spirituality has taught me that because even Andrea just a couple of years ago would have just been mad and pissed off and walked away. Mm-hmm. And stewed about it, right? And then so how was that? interrupt your flow and your communication and your magics mm-hmm. tons I'm, I mean old me would have handed her a bag of dog vomit <clears throat> and it's, um, you know what Sharon put in the chat I told you I told you it was on purpose and targeted at you I, I knew that but I didn't have any proof yeah, it, and she said I was and it's true. Sharon said, I also told you to up your wards. So what did I put on my door yesterday morning? Three runes. You said broom? So, or runes? I put three different runes on. I put... Okay. I thought you said broom and I was like... No. I've paused for a second. I don't actually know why, but everything paused for me for a second. I mean, um, a broom is a ward too. That's true. I put um, Uru's because that's my mind for the year. Ooh, good one. I put Awas. Also good. And I put Algies. Oh, fucking yes. So I put put Awas after um, both of those. Mm Mm-hmm. I made a, yeah, I made a whole rune sentence and supercharged it right on my front door. Right there. So they have to see it. They have to touch upon it. 
And I think that's why she didn't come up the stairs because I did see her walk a little bit in front and then back again. Oh, Fucking Yeah. They just popped up for me. I was like, what are we going to do? And they were like, bam, bam, bam. I was like, thank you very much. Thank you very much. But I think though, like if she, like law, like uh, legally speaking, you could probably like have all of the business petition to have her have a certain amount of distance because it is harming their business as well, not just yours. And the people who pay to live, mm-hmm. like nobody wants to hear that shit. Get your ass out of here! Like, oh no, my freaking favorite. So my handyman freaking love this dude he's super funny he's a friend of a friend and he's become my friend over time so i posted that and he he responds to it in in chat in message and he sends me another friend of ours lives in the building next door and is right across from her window and she has i'm sure you guys can see this so that's her window and she has a poster board in the window Admit you are a sinner, Romans 3.23. Believe on Jesus Christ, Acts 16.31. Confess your sins and call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, Romans 10.9. And then just in quotes, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. But she's not religious. It's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm getting heavily mental illness mm-hmm. oh it's, mental. it's 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 the thing that like she's gravitated towards i don't know how to explain that like her hyper fixation but it's like it's the one thing that grabbed her brain and anchored it mm-hmm. no i felt the exact same thing i was like you have clung to this because it makes you feel safe in a world that feels unsafe to you yeah, I totally get it. But if it's, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how to say this. If it's making you small, and it's keeping you weak, and it's make, putting you into a martyr position, this is an issue. Now, I'm not going to retaliate because that's a shitty thing to do. And I'm, I'm above that. Honestly, I don't have the time for it. But there were some people who threw around the idea of so that I think it's called the Church of Satan is in Salem, Mass, and it's three hours away. And people were like, you could just ask them to mail you some of their literature and pamphlets and just put it on their card. I was like, still have to live here. So I told Sharon and I told Charity and I was like, I should do this. And they were like laughing. And then I was like, nah, I'm not going to. It's mean. It crosses a boundary. Because it's but the same. Mm-hmm. It, it'll make it'll make it worse, I think. Because yeah. no, then, yeah. then, then, but the old me. <laughs> uh, I'm petty as fuck. <laughs> I still have to fight. I still have to fight the petty. Sometimes I allow myself that little win, though. Oh, I do with regular human beings who are, you know. But now, now I have, 
like now I have like a, what do I want to say? This will be fun in the moment. This will be satisfying in the moment, but how much is that going to direct at you? Like what's, what are the repercussions of this little win? And so I will only do petty shit if I know I can't. Now I like to do, <laughs> I know. I like to do uh, malicious compliance. Oh, yes. That one to me, cause it's, there's no repercussions. You told me to do it. You wanted me to do this. This is what you wanted. <laughs> so it still gets that petty fix, but I need to hear more about that. Can I have an example, please? It's great. Uh, okay, so like if somebody's like, for instance, my my current like stressor is like somebody was being shitty to me for absolutely no reason, and I am being asked to apologize to the person who is being shitty to me. So I'll apologize, as in like, I'm sorry that you felt like you were entitled into my business. I'm sorry that you, I'm not gonna do it that extreme, but you get the gist. Or like when the boss says you can't clock in, that you have to be here 15 minutes early for your shift. And so you get there and you clock in and then the boss says you can't clock in 15 minutes early. Um, and so you're like, okay, well, then then you, you stand there for 15 minutes next to the clock-in machine doing absolutely nothing, and it's not until it clicks that you, you clock in and get paid. And they're like, well, we need you to know if you need me, then my shift is 645, not 7. Nope. So, like, you told, it's splitting hairs. You told me, the, I'm sure the boys do it. You tell them to take the trash out and put their shoes away, and... <laughs> they take the trash out the door um, and they put their shoes in a box. That's malicious compliance. Not, I'm sure they, my teenagers doesn't do it intentionally, but that would be an example of it. You didn't say yeah. where outside, you just said out. My, my explanation is a little bit extreme, but <laughs> I'm just fantasizing about my malicious compliance. Or stop sending me that email. And so then you print out every single sentence in like big, bold, whatever. And, and what would have been a two-line email is now a 42-page um, prospectus that you smack on their desk and you walk away. That's malicious compliance. I, I need it in writing. <laughs> okay. I mean, or it's like true. that story of that one girl who lost her license. And um, she wanted to get something from the drive-thru. And... Oh, no, no, that was a different one. <laughs> it was actually a guy who walked through a drive-thru. He didn't want to get in um, uh, because they were closed. And they said that he can't order anything from the drive-thru. He's not in a car. So he came back and drove with his kid's toy car to order. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> what? Why am I not surprised? 
But it wasn't the bike. It was rollerblades. They said you had to be on wheels. And so I said, okay. <laughs> and I went and got my rollerblades. <laughs> Did they let you order? <laughs> yeah. There's your malicious compliance. Right there. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Both of those. Shirley, Kaylee, nailed it. <laughs> I love this so much. This is the shit I'm talking about, though. Is you can be a spiritual being and not be a dick about it. Or you can be a dick to a spiritual being and have that mirror handed right to you. <sighs> I mean, I'm not saying like you should actively avoid us, but if you fuck around, you're going to find out. And it's funny how much I relate to the exact same level of pettiness. When people are rude to me, I repeat back their words in a kinder way. I just wanted to know that I heard you correctly. I just want to make sure that that's what you said. Because I'm in there's glitter bombs too. He did get the glitter bomb, by the way. He did. He thought it was funny. He thought it was really funny. It was. It was a box of glitter dicks. And that's I say awesome. that, I know it's going to sound like off the wall to people who are listening, but uh, that's because Morgan put it in the chat first. Um, yeah, I'm not above sending a glitter bomb to someone at all. Unfortunately, he knows the packaging of that one now. So if I, def if I end up sending another one, I'm looking for homemade ideas. I think homemade would be funny because I told him, I was like, damn it, you spoiled my fun. And he was like, it was funny. And I was like, well, I guess I'll be doing another one then. And he was like, all right, see you then. So technically I have permission. <laughs> Send him ducks like I did. So I put that in my cart today. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not even kidding. It popped up on my Amazon today. And I was like, are you shitting me? Okay, I got the listing. They are... 150 pieces of luminous tiny ducks, mini resin ducks, miniature duck figures, micro dollhouse duck accessories, landscape, gardening, decoration, ornaments in rose red. And they fucking glow. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Like they really catch the light and they glow. And I think there's bioluminescence or some shit. And I'm like, oh my I'm fucking dog. Okay. So you, so you said you wanted it to be a handmade one. Do one of those spring boxes. <gasps> okay. So I'm going to need you to send me the ducks. So the ducks go fucking <laughs> Look at Sharon's face. Not amused I, at I, all. I literally can come up with so many fucking creative ways on how to fuck with people. We need to have this conversation because he challenged me and I specifically told him, do not challenge me. It is my, it is my red flag. It is my biggest red flag is that when you challenge me and you say, I can't do something, I'm fucking doing it. I built sweet release healing because too many people told me I wasn't going to do it. 
not don't do that even my therapist was like mm, i don't think that this is a good idea she was like i think you're in a manic phase and i was like we've been working for a year to get me happy and i'm finally happy and i've been getting happier through the weeks and you're calling it a manic phase and i ended up getting very upset with her i was like you know what i think that that's your fear talking because Ooh. what i said to you was that i want to leave the toxic job and that i wanted to build up a business not i wanted to drop everything right now and run away to it i said i was going to start building it up and actually doing this she was like, I think I know you. And I was like, bitch, you don't know me at all. You know the me that I showed you. Dirtbymail.com will literally send your friends, coworkers, or exes a bag of dirt. Because you're a dirt bag. Shut up. Fucking <laughs> Shirley. That's amazing. That's awesome. I like how Sharon said it's happy and healthy cuts into her paycheck. <laughs> You're only like 20 bucks at a time. I'll work extra hours. It's fine. I'll take on extra clients. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to know about the Kaylee download too. Yeah. Kaylee download. So this was, this one was like really intense. Like it gave me like full frontal explosion mm. um so like the supernova goddess the supernova energy that Tate not gets when she thinks of me um I'm gonna try to say this again but like it does it sounds more cohesive in my head okay that which what weaves us together if you say it fast and you get it then <laughs> the new it's, yeah it's it's the, the, the fabric of the universe and it's super bright super colorful and it's it is the energy that humans call love But it is more than what humans can comprehend. It is the source of... Okay, this is where I was like... It is the source of everything that folds on itself over and over again. Ooh. Like, and then it gave me the image of, like, the taffy machines. Now they're like... Yeah. It's like that, except it's just kind of folding in on itself. Um, it's never ending, timeless. Everything exists between the layers. And then I got that we are protected within it. Um, and then I don't remember what you were saying Andrea, but they answered your question because it was at the same time. It They were like talking and then they're like, oh yeah, this. And then came back. Uh, it's we are all the cosmos in physical form. And that to me translates like when they say um, 
we are the universe experiencing itself through it that's that's the representation it gave to me um and then also they went off on a tangent is the the multiple layers slash versions of the deities because some of them are the same they just have different names because they were existing in different cultures so they they have different names and traits but they are the one that like jenny was saying like they they overlap um depending on which one it helps us relate to them in the way that we need and when we need them that's as much as i got for right now i guess any questions <laughs> any questions i love that any questions? <laughs> i know i have some it's it's this the I know I've written it down before and I think we've talked about it before but what I what I got from spirit about what love is it is the everything that is we just named it love but it's so much more rude than our petty view of love that's I, i've heard a similar message though a small like insignificant view of love like love can't be lost or gained it just is and when people talk about having different levels of love they're like what what like it it shocks them It's like incomprehensible in our human form because we our human selves didn't experience that or aren't as experienced in feeling that. And when we do, it's overwhelming. And we're like that meme of that guy holding a butterfly. Like, Is this love? <laughs> uh, so this energy that she sees it is not necessarily a goddess but it is the can you say that again the beginning and the end and back again yeah, I got and the word everything eternal. in between okay so when you talk about it I see this big giant light like we were talking about a little bit ago with all those different lights and I kept seeing these big swirls and then when you said that it zoomed out a little bit and I'm like oh the okay it's 555 right now oh nice love that love 555 
So I don't know. Where? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I do that a lot too, where I have a huge download and it's all like super significant. And then my brain dies for words and it's like, oh God, I need a minute to buffer. Like I need a minute to pull this together because this shit is hard. I tell people all the time, like spirit works through your heart center. That's where they, that's where they function in and out of is that's where our connection is the heart center, but it's translated and understood in the brain. Mm-hmm. And if we lack the words or understanding for what they're saying, the brain can't translate it. It literally, like Sharon put, it's a 405, 404 page not found. It's a it's an error. And you'll, and you'll so, feel like Ur. And and sometimes I find it really hard to because they give it to me in like an emotion or a feeling or an action. I don't I a noun a verb. <laughs> like and I I have to put that into words so that people understand what I'm talking about. So it's not like they're just like, tell them this. And then I repeat it. It's like, I feel like this is what I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. We're having to translate and transmute and shrink down into the tiny confines of language. And we all know how big and powerful and important language is anyway. But to be able to take some of these contacts and concepts and smoosh it down into the finite box that is language. Also to break the barriers of, of everything that you thought you knew about reality and being a human and being on this planet and like knowing that you're gonna bust people's heads wide the fuck open because yours surely fucking is like (laughs) it's I don't know it's channeling's not easy it's not no No, it's not can we sidebar and talk about that if I see if this came on uh, across your FYP one more time I'm gonna throw my phone in traffic No hashtags. No hashtags. No time meant for you. I want to stab somebody in the eyeballs. There are only a few that I will accept. Only in like, like six months of scrolling, and I'm like, oh, because it felt different. Sorry, Carlene. Well, I was gonna say, I, I was getting bombarded with like tarot talk for the longest time and I got to the point where I was desensitized to it and I was like I'm not listening to any of this crap and that's actually what led me to Andrea for one and I was like I want to learn this stuff for myself and like I was like I want to know if it's actually for me or not and I started messing with tarot myself and everything but um now when I get them which is every once in a while you're right it feels different I'm like okay this is coming out of nowhere and it's always on point now and i'm like okay you didn't have to yell at me (laughs) i get it (laughs) 
I'll right. follow that creator and the next six or seven or 10 videos will be so, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, it's not the person. It was the message. Unfollow, move on with life. I don't like putting stuff like that on mine at all. But it's the thing that grabs people's attention so that they will listen to your message. And I hate having to play that game on social yeah. media. I hate it. I really do. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you this love and light message if there isn't one. And how many people on there are like, oh, I'm just going to do all the energy work for you. Let me just do some hand movements. I don't and like those videos where they're just like, Queen Herbie is the only like, one that I'll let me do that. They have like 500,000 likes on it. And I'm like, yes. how are you being so authentic, inauthentic? How are you being so like this? And it's working for you. Oh, Sharon has her finger up. Sharon has things to say. Sharon said it's because people are looking for hope and can find it in somebody else and not have have an active participation in it then they're very happy with that exactly that's what i was thinking like to have someone else do the hard work for them mm -hmm. and then they wonder why nothing in their lives change why it never changes why they're still here why they've lost faith in spiritual people over and over and over again i hear the whining and the complaining and the bitching in my in my chat sections it's yeah. i hear it and i see it and i'm like god i feel so bad for what you've been through do you know the number one thing that comes up in the gift focus session for what people needed to know about me is that they can trust me yeah that comes up so often in a gift focus session it makes me sad that that is what spirit felt is the most important thing for them to know about me was that they could actually trust me and then people start to cry because they're like and i've been burned in the past and i'm like oh come on well, can we this talk is for a minute? It is. Sorry, but can we talk for a minute about how just like I was just talking to my coworker about it literally right before this, and because uh, she was so surprised at a medium read that her and her wife had like m a few months ago, and I was like, I'm not surprised. I was like, it just means you have the real deal. Um, I was like, because I've seen and witnessed things, but like. I was thinking about it the other day too. And it's like, why did at some point it all just turn into woo woo weird? Mm. Like you can't trust them. They're just con men. Mm. Cause then that just further pushed us into not trusting that part of ourselves too. Why? It's, it's because of shitty people doing shitty things and being absolutely. Un yeah. Oh. Who was the 99 cents a minute um, call-in psychic in the 90s? Do you remember that? Yes. Like, Cleo. Yes. Cleo. <laughs> no, I mean, that started it. Like, if you tell me that I'm a psychic medium I'm for in the beginning, I'm going to tell you to go play in traffic because my perception was Miss Cleo. And what I'm realizing is that there are a hundred of her to every one of Andrea or to every one of each of us. And it, but it took me being on this side of the coin to be able to see that. So it's got to be tough. I know it is from my perspective to look in and to know there's a needle in the haystack, but a lot of it is just hay and not really be able 
to identify the differences up front. I think like I think a lot of psychic mediums and people who use their gifts often I think one of the struggles with them is ego. What you get you get big, people know your name, then you have this like persona to continue going and then you start spewing shit to keep it going and it and there's there's a fine line like you have to stay authentic in what you're doing and I've noticed that there's a lot of people who I followed in the beginning of my TikTok career that I'm just like what the fuck you used to be so on point and now you are just giving in to the it's the pressure and it that's what sucks it sucks like you have to stand firm in your authenticity regardless of what people fucking want from you like you can go in waves like you get really popular and you're like i'm still not gonna fucking change my mind and then you start going down and then then a new group of people will come and find you and listen to you and then you're like i'm still not fucking changing my mind and then it's like that <laughs> So it's not a thousand Mrs. Cleos to each one of us. It's a thousand of us that have lost their focus. Yeah. Ooh. Lost the plot. Lost the reason yeah. that we had these gifts oh. in the first place. That's fucking Oh, The ego swelled up with the fame. And they couldn't bring it back down. So, for those of us on the Discord, Jenny has a book club for the Alchemist right now. Um, so, the part that I'm on right now, it's towards the end, and it's the the soul of the world is talking about how it stops sending signs to people after so long because they don't listen to it. They don't. They don't follow the signs and I feel like that links in because it's like after so long of you not following your path following your signs you lose that purpose and then you're just kind of hanging out you're one of the people that don't listen to their intuition they're golly all this blocked <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, and surely the, both of you together. So if you quit listening to the signs and you lose track of your personal legend and I'm supposed to be going to Albuquerque, but I end up in Atlanta, my spirit team is going to have a really fucking hard time getting me back to Albuquerque. So they're like, well, you didn't listen to me in the first place. You know, I do. I feel like they give up on us. Probably not. But the point is, it, yeah. That that soul of the world that that part oh it's so good it's so good I'm excited yeah it's like uh, Sharon put in the chat authenticity doesn't pay their bills they cave to fear mm -hmm. and oh. sometimes they're just so used to bringing um, these quote unquote like um, 
uh, oh my God, what's that word? It just left my brain. Um, like when their opinions aren't from the grain, but it's like a popular phrase for it. Um, they're known for that. And so they keep bringing it and they keep bringing it and then it becomes more. Oh yeah. Yeah. Catchphrase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like unpopular opinion. That. Yeah, so when it, they it's those controversial. controversial, yeah, exactly. Like the controversial opinions, and they're known for those controversial opinions, and then those controversial opinions just becomes terrible opinions. Yay! Yes, because they have to keep getting more and more outlandish. Like the fact that you have an attachment, and for the bargain basement price of twelve hundred dollars, I'll be happy to remove it for you. I hate oh, I hate when they say like that. There's something attached to you. Like the first words the of their videos. <laughs> <laughs> I made a post about it. A couple of them on TikTok where I'm like, Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me? First of all, they're not dark or evil entities. You just don't fucking understand what they are. Quit being fucking rude. <laughs> Secondly, fuck off. Like, I didn't ask for your goddamn help. I don't care. Let them fucking ride on my back until I die. I don't care. <laughs> they're my demons. Mind your own demons. <laughs> oh, that should go on a shirt. Mind your own demons. Mind your own demons. Yeah, one of the merchandise shirts. <laughs> posted a meme um on is or shared a meme on instagram this week uh that it was like when you finally get in touch with your shadow self and it had like two dark entities it had a demon upside down you know it's little forked tail or whatever and they walked in and were like no, no 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 he's with me no he's fine he's with me <laughs> that's cool. what it is it's like could you please i got these are no me <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. that, and that's what I'm like they're like you have the, you, somebody w wishes you ill I'm sure they fucking do <laughs> I'm out there fucking can't stand my ass sometimes I can't stand my ass either I don't blame them but like I don't care let it let it let it fucking come I'm not gonna pay you any fucking money to come at me for I don't need you to do the fucking work for me Number one. Number two, you're full of absolute fucking shit. <laughs> I get so fucking, I get so mad because I've had like. It's fear mongering that's fucking bleep on mm -hmm. Instagram and TikTok and be like, did you guys miss the fucking part where I said I'm a fucking medium? I can, I can tell myself this. And if I have a message for me, my guides are gonna bitch slap me with it <laughs> one way or another i don't need you like I mean, yeah it's so, gonna come from somebody i trust if it's gonna come from somebody outside exactly. of me and you ain't it honey mm -hmm. exactly and like <clears throat> not only that but like how fucking dare you prey on people <sighs> how fucking dare you that's the part that pisses me off the most is you are preying on people you know that people have that are they're struggling and and they have fears and they have doubts and they are misled and they are just trying to find their goddamn way and you're gonna come in and fill them full of shit and take their money fuck off 
terrible ass person for just like 20 bucks yeah they ruin their lives Sharon posted something in the chat. She said it makes it hard for people to decipher the real from the fake and equate them uh, to spirituality. So my question is, what are some um, questions or, you know, methods or means to filter through that? How can someone who's just, you know, stepping into this space, into this part of themselves, use their discernment to filter that out? What are some things to look for? Some of you it have comes to down to intuition. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm <good. laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Jinx again. So I tell people this all the time. Go where your energy pulls you first. It's probably going to be the person who has you a little freaked out and a little nervous. Not the person who you go, oh, they're no. Mm -mm. If you've had that thought about somebody, keep moving. Keep on trucking. If they start talking about fear in any way, shape, or form, especially from the get-go. Run. Take your money and go. Walk away. Because they should be there to help you out. So I had a woman cry in a session today. She Press. said, I... Shut up, Jenny. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm sorry. I am too. I'm like, I said that really easily. Shut up. Man, I got to watch that because I'm just telling everybody to shut up. Please don't actually listen to me. And you, don't shut up, and you shut up. You shut up. Oprah Winfrey, you shut up right now. Like, for real. There's a shut up for you and a shut up for you. God damn it. So she started crying. And one of the things she said was she'd been to like two or three other psychics before me. And none of them had picked up on what I had picked up was her inner workings of her mind and what her problem was about her being in her own way. They all saw her as like this big love and light thing. And I was like, baby, you got to stop talking to yourself so shitty. And she was like, oh, and her mouth dropped open. And I was like, you okay? She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, as long as you're good, I'm going to continue until you tell me you're not good until your energy like grabs me and is like, stop. That's different. But I'm like, we good? And yeah, she was a bit of a gusher, which I totally understand because she was finally heard and seen. You should have that. You should have those tingly moments with, holy shit, how did she know that? Holy shit, how did they get that? Now, on another note, how do we feel about dude psychics? I am here for them. I am here for some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not a and lot. Then, I would feel comfortable learning from them, but that's because of life experience with men, but men, male psychics, you know, as themselves, yeah, I'm all for that. I am so happy every time I see a man come into a gift focus session to try to use it, but I can count on one hand the amount of hetero men who have come in. And that bugs the shit out of me because I don't, oh, this is going to sound horrible but I don't necessarily trust the reads of hetero male readers. I see them and they are surface level at best. And I would love to be proven wrong. So like everybody listening, who's going to be pissed at me, feel free to send me an email of a link of a male reader who is hetero that you absolutely love and prove me fucking wrong. I want it. I want that experience because I'm very, I'm frustrated with it. I want the men to rise. 
I want I am to. literally emailing you one right now. He yeah, is, he is I, can I name drop him? Yes, why not? So it's Elwyn at the Antlered Crown. Um, I posted a little bit of him. Right? So mm -hmm. I... Um, so both know the same one. Right. But, <laughs> see, but when they're good, the, the men are so good. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to send you this one. Um, I did a, a reading on a live the other day, and they're so worth it. And I, I love when he does it. And I always screen record it. And you know, normally he does this little, and they're really good and you can listen to them and pick up stuff, but he did it. And I was like, okay, great. And I saved the recording and I went on and I listened to it later and I emailed him and I was like, dude, call, you calling me out like that live mm -hmm. on TikTok? And he's like, I mean, it's literally what you paid for. I think that it has something to do with uh, like the hetero men. It, it, it's a societal thing. Because in order to be a reader, you kind of have to tap into the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. That's that you have to. It's and it's it's not necessarily that you have to be like feminine. It's that you have to balance the ego to get there. To listen, to be able to open up, and a lot of men are like fuck feelings, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> then also they're like i have this talent i'm a fucking man and i can it's that kind of feel for me with a lot of hetero readers it's still not a balanced ego you are still up your own ass and you are still being driven off of your your i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking say it your privilege Mm. Yeah. being a man and being everybody's going to listen to me because I'm a man mm -hmm. it with a doesn't... microphone oh, <laughs> fuck men in microphones some of them some of them some of them are cool majority are not yeah. I was going to say a small percentage because if I hear one more fucking comment Morgan <laughs> is reminding us about the disclaimer not talking about you Spencer we love you Spencer we love Spencer. We want more Spencers in the world. Yes, we do. We want more Spencers in the world. I'm going to say it. A dude who's in charge of his emotions like Spencer is and is like, mm -hmm. yep, like you're, yeah, it's hot. It's hot to have an emotionally intelligent guy who is also spiritually connected. Like, mm, I got one on my roster right now that I'm thinking about bumping up to the top tier because I'm like, on oh, roster. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you're four hours away. I'll move your ass up here. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> Sharon. Look at Sharon's face. I wish you guys could see Sharon's face because she just ticked her head to the side and was like, who? Oh, what, what happened, Sharon? I don't tell you everything. And I actually am able to keep some secrets from you. Yes, ma'am. I am. My logbox oh, she is she's like she's like trying to chip away on it she's like motherfucker she like, probably told charity not i did not i didn't i didn't even tell charity about this one but he's emotionally oh, tall and hot and he's got a beard and glasses and i'm like mm. and here's the thing i actually kicked him off my roster because i was like uh we're starting to get feely feels here and you're like four hours away this is not gonna work i didn't talk to him for just a couple days and then I just checked in with him the other night. I was like, hey, just want to check and see how you're doing. And he was like, went off on this whole thing. He's like, I have missed the shit out of you. I'm so happy that you reached out. I was trying to respect your boundaries. And I was like, 
What the fuck? That was fantastic. Yeah. He's also on the dominant side, so my freaking little Libra heart is like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. In a week, it'll change. It'll be completely different in three days from now. But it's perfectly fine. Um, I think that's kind of like. Um, people's emotional intelligence um. is attractive to me. And it doesn't matter who or what they identify as. Emotional intelligence and like a connectedness is I don't I don't even know. It's gravitating. Uh. And that's I just learned that about myself. Like right now? She was today years old when she figured this one out. <laughs> Because I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, no, that's really hot. But I was like, but if there's anybody, their emotional intelligence. Like, if we can, like, vibe on a whole other fucking level, if I can go off on my weird shit, and you just, like, yeah, totally. And, like, just run with it. That mm -hmm. is attractive to me. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> That's you find your sexy people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. My chair's loud as shit. Sorry. I was wondering what that was. I was like, tried to fix it. Didn't work. Yeah. I think it's like just not seeing their surface level, seeing more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I can get a general, like, not even a general, like a whole picture of you as a being. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking traumatized. I sit here, though, and I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, why did you just say that? But why? That part. And then yeah, I... Like, he and I have, like, an actual phone conversation tonight. And my friends were like, hey, why don't you come out after this? And I was like, I really want to spend time with my friends. Like, I really love spending time with my friends. And I was like, please don't be mad. But I want to spend time with my friends. And he sent me, like, this whole thing of why would I be mad about that? I want you to go out and have fun. And I was like, why? <laughs> uh, I, I went through something extremely similar. Like, with with my I, – I had to give a disclaimer. I'm sorry. Be patient with me. Like – I've had really fucked up relationships up until this point. Like, really fucked up. So, when I say, I'm going to go out with my friends, and he's like, cool, have fun, that there is not going to be a fucking World War III while I'm there, the second I walk out the door until I come back, and then it gets ugly. Yeah, because it, was, it wasn't it was go have fun, it was go have fun. Exactly. It was a. It was a. It was a test. Mm-hmm. No, and God, so no. I had to be like, I'm gonna go out with my friends. He's like, Hey, have fun. And he and I'm like, I'm gonna go out with my friends. And he's like, Yep, cool. 
like we're going to we're gonna go to a bar and I might drink and he's like nice and I was like yeah you're waiting for the other shoe to drop constantly like where's the tantrum where's the slamming cabinets where's the stomping across the floor where's the show the throwing shoes where's the throwing shitty text where's the breakup threat oh where's the you don't love me you should have stayed home with me I wanted you to stay home. It's I needed you. You had a bad day. Uh, my um, favorite was you were supposed to be nowhere. a psychic. Didn't you know what I wanted? That is shit. Mm-hmm. And it's it pisses me off how many women share that entire story, and will understand each other without words. All oh, my ears ring. And it. It lends back to spirituality, though. That's probably just your high blood pressure. Men who are... Oh, you're imagining things. Stop doing that. And I think it really goes back to the fact that... I have, like, little fly friends, by the way, so we need to talk about this for a second because I have to squirrel from sidebar. I've been working with air a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. So they keep sending me flies and they're super cute. They usually just like dance along the ceiling. And then there's these little fruit flies that just sit on the top of my computer and watch me work through the day. And that's all they do. Super fucking cute. Until one of them today has decided he loves me. He's been walking all over me all day long. I put stinky lotion on so that when he touched my skin, he wouldn't like it anymore. Why do I know it's a he? I don't know. But he's sitting in my... He's sitting in my spell jar right now. He's sitting in my fucking spell jar. Here's my little Dollar Tree spell jar, by the way. I'm very happy about it. Two dollars. Yep. Um, Five dollars and three spells later, I was like, okay. How many dollars? Twenty-five dollars for three spells. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I got a little fancy with some of them too. Um, one of my friends taught me um, one to help other people with their self-reflection, which you can u- do for yourself if you are really tough and you really want your shadow work like over with. Um, you can put your own picture in a box and then put mirrors all over the box and then close the box. Oh, I was going to say, but then I was like, not right fucking now. No, I considered it. I really did consider it because I was like... I like facing the mirror. I like black mirror gazing. I like seeing the me inside. I'm very comfortable. That's why I'm comfortable in my skin now. Because I've had shitty relationships that really pushed me away from who I was. And now I can sit there and look at myself in the mirror and know who the fuck I am. And not shy away from that. You want to know something really fucking crazy. But like the empty hollow after a breakup. Mm. like it's so fucking scary and so fucking real like who am i what do i even like what do i like to do what like do i even like these things or was that just because of them and it's it's a shitty time but it's also the fucking it's the most beautiful too because now you can recreate yourself in any fucking way that you want. Mm-hmm. And you can be and you can do and you can like yes. whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And like, I just got goosebumps. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> but it's that hollow 
once you realize that like okay i've got this empty space now what do i do with it and then you come to the realization whatever the fuck i want the sky is the fucking limit i have a theory about that hollow space too that was the space that we spent where we should have been working on ourselves but we were working on pleasing them and trying to read their mind and diffuse problems and make sure they were okay <laughs> i'm realizing so many things right now <laughs> i mean i thought i hated sex i thought i didn't like sex i really did I thought I didn't like any sex acts. I thought I didn't like anything. So I was celibate for like a year and a half because I was like, no, no, no. I'm really working on myself now. That's where a lot of my self-reflection came from. I was like, I am working on me. Now I'm back out and having fun and really doing what I want as I want, obviously respectfully because I'm a, I'm a safe bitch. Um, can act like a little bit of a whore, but I am a safe whore. <laughs> it is so much fun now i get so much out of it i enjoy it way more than i thought i did and of course when your consent is respected you're going to enjoy it fucking shocker right yep i don't know how we got here but i'm happy with this topic do you remember the scene in runaway bride where Richard Gere is downstairs in the kitchen and Julia Roberts walks down and he says, hey, what kind of eggs do you like? And she goes, I don't know, whatever you're having. No, no, what kind of eggs do you like? Well, with him, I like poached and with him, I like sunny side up and with him, I like that one. And so then she comes down the next day and there is every conceivable type of egg. He has cooked every single one of them. And he says, we are going to figure out what kind of egg you like. I was young, 12, 13, mm -hmm. probably not 16, but I was young and I knew in that moment, I would never be the type of person who did not know what kind of eggs I like. Mm -hmm. That movie changed me too, for the same exact reason. Why are you living your life for everyone else? Thank you, Julia Roberts. Thank you so much. Yeah. Sit Pretty Woman was another one of those stepping into, you know, I mean, she gets a lot of flack for, um, for being snobby or pretentious or not pretentious, but demanding or this and all she, I say all that, that, uh, marginalizes it, but kind of, um, she was exhibiting that she was f stepping into herself, into that femininity, into that. Mm -hmm. She knew her worth and it showed through in the films even though they were 90s rom-coms but like that egg scene i think about two to three times a week now and i'll be 40 in february i think we're gonna stop here because i really have to pee and we are at an hour and 11 minutes actually when i just looked at that it was one hour one 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 two two <laughs> one hour 11 minutes and 22 seconds i was like oh, i'm gonna take it I want to say thank you to every listener who has ever listened to us and streamed us and shared us and talked to people about us because word of mouth is how we get around. And please, please, please help us out on that one. I also want to say a super big thanks to Morgan and Sharon, our fantastic producers behind the scenes, helping us out all the time. Sharon does so much fucking coordination for me. It's not even funny. And Morgan is an amazing tech powerhouse that we literally could not have this without her. 
this would still be a shit show because I don't do tech. Huge, huge, huge thanks to Shirley, Kaylee, Carlene, and Jenny for tonight. And Charity. Yeah, yeah. Love you guys so much. I really do. I appreciate. I'm so thankful I have such amazing women in my life and that you are part of Sweet Release Healing. This has been another episode of Sweet Release Healing After Dark. I'm Andrea Lovett. You can find me on sweetreleasehealing.com. Thank you so much and have a beautiful night. Bye. Mwah.